Good evening, and welcome to Ups the Plasterer with me, Rick Plasterer. Uh, uh, evening, guys. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Eric the Plasterer. I'm a plasterer from South London, and I've been plastering for 36 years, and I'm here tonight to answer any of your plastering-related questions. <clears throat> um, got a lot of the regular guys come along on a, every other Monday night, which is tonight at 7 o'clock, and... Uh, they can help out as well because if I don't know an answer, I'm sure one of them will. Uh, <clears throat> we're here for um, uh, proper tradesmen, time served. We're here for um, newbies, for customers, for um, the DIYer, for anyone that's got any interest for whatever reason in the plastering game. So, uh, finally, it is summer. Yay! <laughs> the sun is out, the sky is blue. And I'm indoors <laughs> with a pretend view. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, don't know where you guys are joining me from uh, indoors or the garden or whatever. But uh, in a minute, I'll change the screen so there's a, <clears throat> there'll be a place where you can type any questions up. Uh, there'll be a phone number. <clears throat> if you want to uh, ask any questions, you can you can ring the phone number and, uh, and talk live into the studio, uh, unless you're watching the recording, <laughs> in which case uh, no one will answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but give it me a second just in case <laughs> okie dokie let's move ourselves along ah. <clears throat> um, the usual crowds will be quick to realise apart from that I haven't got big fishies swimming around behind me this week that um, the videos I've got on uh, the sides to me here are, um, <clears throat> are the same ones I had on last time <laughs> because I haven't had a chance to change them. Um, also, I wanted to apologize to all my subscribers about um, <clears throat> the video I was meant to get up this weekend, just gone, and uh, I've not quite cracked it uh, yet, and I couldn't quite finish it today because obviously at work this morning, if you caught my uh, brief live stream uh, from my rubbish phone. And um, yeah, but I'm home, I'm here, and uh, uh, we're ready to rock and roll. So whenever you've... Uh, any kind of questions at all just uh, just ask away and uh, in the meantime I'll just waffle um, to myself about anything in particular um, yeah my video will be out in the next in the next day or so again by the time we finish tonight we're normally on here for about an hour and a half don't really want it to run any longer than that because um, this is available as a video afterwards it also goes up as a podcast or wherever you get your podcasts so um, you could just listen to it at work or wherever um, after the event, if that's what you fancy doing or that's easier for you. Um, yeah, for those who have not seen it before, over on the, uh, on the side videos there, one is one of my videos of me basically um, plastering from a, up on my stilts perspective with my new uh, sports camera, which I had mounted to my head, um, which takes a bit of... Uh, getting used to adjusting it so it's pointing in the right direction because once it's on your head you can't really tell where it's pointing um that middle one was just a, a little ad i put together for um uh, for easy mix i didn't used to use um easy mix and uh, similar stuff but um uh, uh, i thought oh, i don't need to use ad mixes to slow down my finish or speed it up but uh i did um tried it out because um Mark, the guy that runs the company, he uh, he sent me some free samples, and uh, yeah, I, initially I was only using the um, the uh, the uh, uh, half time to make the 
plaster whether it's bonded or finished off a bit faster so i'd like to if i if i've got a quite a small area to do i'd like to get it knocked out hi james nice to see you mate um, what's your advice on starting starting out on stilts i'm going to try tomorrow for the first time i'm assuming you bought some stilts then james the um oh. I should just just to be careful really i mean as soon as i, I mean the first place i ever because once i got the stilts i thought how do i put them on and then stand up and uh i'm lucky enough to have some like stairs in my house so i kind of set went up the stairs a few steps or strapped the things on kind of had my legs pointing down long ways and um strapped them on pulled myself up on the banister and initially you just have a bit of a walk around the wall Sort of holding onto the wall until you start to feel comfortable with the uh, well, with the feeling of it basically uh you might if it's the first time you've ever been on them uh you might think oh this was a bad idea because it <laughs> initially you kind of think okay walking on them is one thing holding a hulk full of gear and <laughs> getting it off and getting it up onto a ceiling <laughs> while you're on them uh is um yeah think oh that's going to be difficult but it, you, you can pick it up and you do pick it up pretty quick otherwise um well because i think once you've made a, any kind of investment in uh, stilts you've got to make it work <laughs> uh dear but um yeah and then um eventually you rather than just walk around a room so you're next to the wall you kind of walk across the room i mean initially if you feel a bit unsafe you could kind of put your hands on the ceiling as you kind of walk across the room but um but that might might, might make your balance a bit worse to be honest um it's just a case of keep walking in them and getting used to the feel of them most stilts are adjustable hi zoltar uh and um the uh the springs the adjustable springs that are up in the kind of the knee part of the where they bend they um you can adjust those so they're not quite as easy to spring um but even so once you've once you however you adjust those once you've got used to how they're adjusted um just you'll be able to walk on them fine and uh actually plastering in while you're on them uh yeah i reckon you'll get the hang of it in no time one of the other guys bought some a few months back and um literally the, i think the day or the day after he started using them he said oh brilliant um so obviously got the, the knack of it really quick so i'm pretty sure you will as well james so good luck with that uh, let us know uh yeah drop us a comment on uh on one of the videos or on the on the discord um server and uh and let's now you get on maybe a picture of you on your stilts mate that'd be good <laughs> and you can put that on uh there the community <laughs> the plastering community server uh link in the video descriptions below remember to join us there's about 25 of us on there at the moment at the minute um yeah which so don't get too busy but if you want to if you want to ask some questions of any of the guys or of me um you can put them on there and i'll um yeah I'll, more or less i'll see them straight away because i'll get a ping a ping through um if people put messages on there so <clears throat> so that'll be good um also still we've got trout talk um that is uh stuart's uh facebook group um he's got about 2700 members on there now so that's doing really well uh, pop along there take a look that's that's great for getting um getting answers you want for something it's a it's a it's a friendly site you don't get well you get the occasional wally 
but um but they get chucked off um but um you can get some good advice on there if you're a newbie as opposed to someone maybe taking the mickey um out of you so trout talks great place to go for that as a facebook group uh, but if you want to talk to any of the guys here or to me um though i am on that trout talk group as well on occasion um you'll get me on the community server right um uh, let me see what's right there i only managed to catch you this time yeah well done mp <laughs> you um yeah you saw me this morning didn't you and that little uh that little two minute live stream i popped out <laughs> at work i just got to that job um uh, a little bit late but not that late it was about eight o'clock when it caught past eight something like that um but it is a loft uh is a loft from i'll be on there for the next couple of days or so and obviously been at the top of the house um it's quite a few sets of stairs so <laughs> i had about seven or eight bags of gear to run up uh on top of all my usual tools and stuff so uh yeah that was a pile of fun but yeah no all good stuff all good stuff yeah ah dear right excuse me i have a drink i'm completely out of uh pepsi cola so i'm gonna have to go to uh where do i go costco's that's it and get a tray <laughs> yeah so tonight it's wine in a glass that so it just looks like i've got glass water and as ever to keep my edge uh i won't have my dinner till we're finished <laughs> as opposed to before we start because then uh, i just feel like falling asleep and uh that won't be much good to anybody <laughs> will it <laughs> oh, dear right uh Donkey. Uh, anyone that's new uh, or has just joined us, I'm Eric the Plasterer. Been plasterer for 36 years from South London. Any questions you've got, whether you are a newbie, or a DIYer, a time served tradesman, want to ask about tools, plaster. If as a customer you want to ask anything about um, how much plasterers cost and all particular jobs might take uh, to get done, I can always give you a rough idea um, how long it might take, depending. Um, who's doing it at the end of the day but uh but yeah so welcome along to the uh to the live stream we've been going for a while and now this is um live stream number 11 um started off just random and then we've moved it for quite a while now to every um every other monday at seven o'clock so people just got you no know, there's a regular time slot so if they want to um, catch us live they can do and ask any questions um as i said on the other page here because i can never remember the number uh <clears throat> we have uh you can ring in and talk to me uh on 07516 214 983 07516 214 983 um if you're on your phone uh typing though no, you probably <laughs> won't want to ring <laughs> but you can do talk to me and you can always uh watch it again later <laughs> on the video <laughs> when it um when it goes up either later tonight or in the morning um yeah so all right i'm just gonna sit here and chill out amongst the palm trees and uh hmm. what was i feeling on about prior to that oh yeah the easy mix gear i was doing a lot of um yeah wasn't really using it then i was only using the half time and then a couple of times i've used the uh, extra time but quite literally <laughs> as i said in this little video i've got up on there um just because then I can do it twice <laughs> slowly. <laughs> the older I get, the more kind of think, uh, I don't really want to be, I can knock this out, you know, two bag mix, but I'll whack, a, whack an extra time in there and just whack it out without so much whacking. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> it's a bit more relaxed. Hiya, diggity da. Yeah. Right, Zoltar. Sorry, mate. Um, would you put Coven up and then skim the ceiling or ceiling first and then the Coven up? I've always done the skim first and then put the Coven up after. Otherwise, um, yeah, you've got to worry about the edge of your cove. If you, I know you can yeah, you skim up to the edge and, and brush around it and all the rest of it. But if you um, take your skim up to, well, hopefully up to the wall. I know sometimes there's a gap if people are definitely going to have uh, the coving put up there. Um, and then one of my videos covers coving, or the way I put it up anyway. I've got to admit, more recently, I... I started putting it up with it because I use the lightweight one because it's exactly like the uh, the Jiprock Cove but just without the weight behind it so it's so much easier um, but only B&Q seem to do the stuff though well I think um, Selco might do it saying that but um, yeah the um, yeah skim it first then put your cove up and then I always when I finish my cove I, generally when I'm not using glue I will stick it up with uh, a little bit of multi-finish because it works absolutely fine and definitely ain't going nowhere none of my coving has ever fallen down <laughs> and uh and i'll just run some cork around it after and uh looks lovely and you're done um so, yeah i find that much easier much easier um do zelta would you put no done that uh diggity uh sorry i'm i don't worry about being late mate we always it's about our fate and we or thereabouts um just got back from an evening oh, from an evening run. Oh, very impressed, mate. <laughs> was that? Did you go to work today and do an evening run? That, that would be that is impressive if you've done that. <laughs> I haven't run properly since last year, and I normally do the old uh, park run on a. Oh, I was doing the park run on a Saturday morning five k, the free five k, because they time you. And uh, my best ever was twenty three minutes to do five k. Um, now I'm back to I don't know if I can run the whole 5k and if I do it probably takes me about 45 minutes but uh, that's meant to be started back up on the 26th of June I think um, so I'm kind of quite looking forward to getting back to that because I put on about a stone my lovely six pack I used to have which was quite impressive for an old man there's now just one jelly belly sitting on top so uh, as you'll see in my next video when it comes out so uh, yeah uh, dear um mm, 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 mm. have you ever had any let's say I've had any problems with metal beads bleeding through the plaster paint um how do you mean bleeding through mate i mean if if you've got some if you've got if there's some bead that's gone that's old it's gone rusty that might bleed through the paint but um I'm not quite sure. Not quite sure, Diggy, what you mean by uh, by bleeding through. That's what you're asking, really. Have you ever had any problems with little beads bleeding through? Plaster? Yeah, come back to me, Diggy, and explain um, explain exactly what you mean, because um, not I'm not quite sure. Should nothing nothing from the bead should come through. Um, no, no, I can think of anyway. Got about a five, at least a sort of five second delay on the um, on the live stream, so um, it might take a second for. Um, well, you should be hearing me when you hear me, but uh, 
I'll be coming at you five seconds after I've said it. Good evening, uh, uh, anyone else that's just joined us in the last uh, five, uh, five, ten minutes or so. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Eric the Plasterer from South London, been plastering 36 years, here to answer your questions. And uh, got a lot of the regular guys here that come every other Monday about seven o'clock. So we can just have a good old chat, have a bit of a drink and uh, yeah, enjoy each other's company and learn some stuff and help other people. Uh, you can ring in to the studio, 107-516-214-983 and, and talk to me if you want to. Uh, if you are like on a, on a laptop or a, a tablet or something like that, but you need to turn the sound down because of the time delay. Uh, but other than that, it'd be good. And it's quite nice for other people, not just to have to listen to my voice. <laughs> Waffing on, as I often do. Oh well, if I didn't, it would be it would be very quiet. <laughs> um, right, Zoltar, Marshalltown, Squeegee. I think I've just recently seen that. Is that new? Uh, Squeegee, worth it. Uh, not sure if need any more tools, but some bloke rave about. I was probably I've probably seen the same guy that you have. This, the Marshalltown one. It's kind of like um. It's not a speed skim, is it? But it's uh, it's it's more you use it like a window cleaner, <laughs> as far as I can remember, <laughs> for kind of like troweling your plaster. Um, seen it once on a video, like a spat, yeah. Um, but um, I've not used one as yet. I might I might get one just for the just the sake of it, assuming they're not too expensive. Mind you, being a Marshall town, it won't be cheap, will it? And uh, and give it a go give it a go because sometimes something that's a bit smaller that works in a slightly different way you can um yeah i don't know i mean the ceiling i put up today uh, i nearly didn't bother putting my spruce skim over it i thought yeah i'm just gonna go back to a bit of traditional because it wasn't that big a ceiling i thought i'll just um, stick a coat on keep it nice and flat with the trowel and then just put the second coat straight on that and flatten it out with that and then trowel it up as it goes um saying that once i got to a certain point and i thought yeah i'm going to take the metal blade over it now anyway a bit of water yeah i suppose 40 pound it's not it's about right isn't it or anything like that when it comes to speed skims trowels they're all going to be at least around the 40 quid mark any kind of decent tool for us uh us tradesmen <laughs> or diys or uh or serious DIYs or newbies for the game. Uh, if you've just joined us, welcome to Ask the Plasterer with me, Eric the Plasterer from South London. Um, been plastering for 36 years, here to help answer any of your questions, whether you're a newbie, a, a fully qualified tradesman, a DIYer, or a customer. Um, I will keep repeating that tonight because often I'll just say it once at the beginning of the live stream forgetting that people will come into the live stream, have a listen for five minutes and, and then leave. Um, but actually most of them stay longer than five minutes, thankfully. But um, if they come in and just think, who's this guy <laughs> exactly? But um, so uh, sorry for the regular viewers that, that know exactly who I am. <laughs> and uh, know the sound of my voice, so. <laughs> oh dear. So any, if, is anyone out there that has not, uh, that's new that's not asked me a question before feel free to ask anything i mean there's no stupid questions he said <laughs> as long as they're plastering related um yeah, there's lots of stupid questions out there but you know anything to do with plastering 
Go for it. Hi, Eddie. Nice to see you, mate. Um, what's the best way to avoid getting dips in your work? Uh, now, totally. And they are totally available. You've got there, mate. I'm not quite sure what you mean. Um, dips. You just got to make sure you don't use anything too flexible too early on uh, on your set. Um, I mean, when you're putting stuff on, you shouldn't be putting it on with anything flexible, really. Anyway, the the more rigid it is, uh, the better. I mean, back in the day, we used to have to put a coat of finish on uh, with a wooden float because it won't it won't flex at all. So you've got a nice flat um, coat of plaster up there, and you wouldn't start messing about with a maybe even a Marshall tan on top of that until it was gone off and was going off enough that you weren't going to start putting uh, dips and waves in it. Um, if you use any kind of speed skim on um, whether it's the plastic or the metal uh, too soon on a set or a flexi trowel on a set you can start putting waves in it which uh, obviously you don't want to do um, other than that um, you should be alright as long as you uh, yeah, use, always use something rigid or at least a rigid martial town um, for laying on and um, yeah don't start troweling anything up too soon or with anything too flexible too soon you can rule off with your uh, speed skin once your first coat's gone on your plastic one but uh you've got to be careful what size mixing buckets do you use i use the um the uh my water buckets i just use the box standard um black ones that you can get like in b and q whatever or ironmongers and um i use i think it's probably the biggest tub you can get a uh, big black tub uh, doing in Wix and B and Q and most other places as well. They're about a tenner, um, but I can get a two bag mix in there if I'm doing a uh, finish. If I'm knocking up sand and cement, I can get a whole bag of cement and three bags of sand knocked up in that tub in one hit, um, which is great. And I use my mega mixer for that, and it makes me of it's of no problem whatsoever. So a lot of jobs where I used to think, oh, I don't need to drag a cement mixer along. I just now just end up using my um, my mega mixer oh i've done for years now i've got a, <laughs> i've got a, a a bell mixer in the um in the garden but it spends most of its time just taking up space i can't remember the last time i used it if i do a major project that needs like block work or something uh, laying or some kind of floor or foundations it's great but i use it so infrequently it's kind of a waste of space the garden's nice but it ain't that big and it just takes up a huge Huge amount. There's no room in my garage for it, sadly. Um, it's Lee. Hi, Lee. Nice to see you, mate. Oh yeah. Hi, Eddie. <laughs> James. Hi, James. Nice to see you, mate. Uh, that's uh, that metal spat you use. Oh, that's that's metal. The metal spat you use feel you get uh, enough pressure from. Um, I mean, I only use the metal one. Um, if you're talking about me using the speed skin, uh, I only use it when I'm troweling, troweling up with water. I, don't, I won't put the metal speed skin over anything prior to that. But, um, um, I get a lot better pressure on it when I'm on my stilts uh, using it um, than I do when I've got it on a pole. It's on a pole from the floor, so that is very convenient sometimes. You just can't get the same angles as you can by tilting your wrists when you're up there on your stilts doing it and walking along is is i prefer when i can do that and that's what i will do i'll only use a pole from the floor if um, the ceilings are ridiculous height so i can lay it on the stilts get down and then use that rather than be uh, 
risking breaking my neck <laughs> with my stilts adjusted up high. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, Yeah, from the pole, I can't get as good. A, I can't get as good a pressure on it. Absolutely, not the same. And uh, the way the pole is in the centre, there, I, I, I tended to. Um, I think in my last video, you might even be able to see it if you watch closely. When I'm using the pole to get over this room full of furniture, it, it can't. It can kind of quiver a little bit from either left to right. Um, if you try and put too much pressure on it, so um, that's better than not being able to get this thing up there at all. But um, but yeah, yeah, the pressure from a pole is 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 difficult. Well, for me anyway. But I'm getting old, so. Uh, have I ever used plastic cemento stabilizing primer? Uh, uh, oh, hi, Scott. Nice to see you, mate. Um, Lee, no. Um, well, I might have used it a long, long time ago, but I so I mean, uh, a guy got a comment on one of my vids the other day saying, "Oh, you can get." No matter what kind of plaster you've got or suctions you've got, you can get a different kind of um, primer to go on that surface that'll be just right for that plaster. Why has everybody just used PVA? And I basically just replied, because it's cheap, <laughs> which it is. And uh, practically any surface I ever do, all I'm doing is putting PVA on it. <laughs> Neat PVA and I let it dry, um, which is a technique I've used for years and it's done me proud as opposed to with down coats and all that malarkey um but um but yeah so a lot of um i mean there's some stabilizing primer you might use if you're doing a, a seed and it turns out it's got distemper or something on it but if you do get that situation then really you need to scrape it off because whatever you try and put on it um uh, or maybe unless you can spray it up there but if you try and use a roller over distemper with um it's like a whitewash um, with anything on it it just starts pulling the distemper off and it just it's stuck to your roller and the, and the and the gear just doesn't stick to the ceiling if you don't know you've got a job like that and you start to put your bva or whatever on it and suddenly realize that's the case then uh yeah you're going to have, you're going to have underpriced it because you're going to have to add um add some time on for sorting it out um scraping it off probably before you can get a coat of anything on it at all but uh but yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a PVA loving man. Um, I don't use any of the grits for anything. I want grit in it. Um, as I said before, I'll, I'll stick I'll stick some kill dry and sand in, give it a good old mix up and uh, and use that. Uh, just use it. Oh yeah, I've, um, I mean if it's good, Lee, then you know, um, and it's not too expensive, um, and you've allowed it in the price of your job, then. Uh, yeah, there's no reason why you shouldn't use anything you want to use that, that you're happy with that you feel might make the job easier for you and um yeah i mean there, there might be something that um works easier than uh, than just a coat of pva for keeping back suction or seared in the surface um but because i because for me personally because i've managed to just do that for most of my <laughs> most of my career <laughs> um Okay, I kind of think, well, you know, I'm not going to go out and splash out on something that's a bit fancy unless well, I might just give something a try for the hell of it and see if it's if it's any good. Um, just so I can say, you know what, that was a waste of money. I might have done it with PVA. Um, it's probably the only reason I'd try it. But uh, but no, if you're impressed with it, mate, you like it, then uh, yeah, go for it. <clears throat> Scott, hi, Scott. Uh, dry sand in your PVA. 
Um, yeah, is that a question? Yeah, I'll, I'll just yeah chuck a bit of dry sand in the PVA um, and mix it in if I want some kind of grit um, type uh, again. But I haven't done that in years either. I did. Uh, I was, I've said on here before. I um, I sand. I did. I put sand cement on a porcelain butler sink, so someone wanted to use it in the garden. Um, they didn't want it porcelain. They wanted it rendered. So, um, but that I think that was just neat PVA as well. Um, I might put more than one coat on. <laughs> But um, I can't remember if I put any sand in that, but, um, but it did the trick. <laughs> Even though I was dubious because I'd never done it before. That, that was the first time I did it. And uh, <clears throat> sand and cement just, yeah, you know, I had to put a pricking up coat on it and leave that to dry. Uh, but after that, I had no problems with it coming off or anything. <laughs> We've got porcelain sink, it's not flexible, is it? So it's not like it's going to move and, and your stuff's going to pop off of it. But, uh, and that was with just PVA, so. Um, yeah, but as I say, if it's something where you need a bit of extra grit in it. Um, do, do, do. Is there much difference between stilts? Um, I've only ever had one pair of stilts, and that was the Dura stilts. They're from the USA. They go for about four, five hundred pounds of upwards. Um, they're obviously quality, because I've had, I can't remember when I bought them, but I've, ne I've only ever had that one pair. Um, I had to buy one pair of new straps uh, for them because the straps will go in that amount of years of plastering. But um, but you can get you can you can get a decent pair of stilts for a couple of hundred quid. But these particular Jura stilts they are adjustable at their lowest level. Um, you'll reach a standard height ceiling with them, uh, but I can raise them up to twice that height if needs be. I mean, rarely do I do that to do a ceiling. <laughs> If a ceiling's that high, <laughs> I'll probably try and get something else rigged up or, or, or think, you know, I want that job. Um, because, uh, yeah, walking on them twice the height. Uh, but they're good for the fact that a lot of ceilings I do, they are a couple of feet high or they're a 10 foot high. And I can just raise my stilts up and use that. With If you buy the really short ones, they're not adjustable at all. And you get a slightly high ceiling, can't reach it. But that's a waste of time. Um, you can get slightly bigger ones, but they still aren't adjustable. Um, again, <laughs> that ceiling you go to do is a little bit high. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you might be able to stretch to do it, but as you know, you don't want to be stretching to skim a ceiling over uh, off your stilts. But, uh, <clears throat> or when you're running, you're able to speed skim across if you're doing it from your stilts. But, uh, but yeah, so you can get different stilts. Uh, the ones, I've obviously, I've put my ones onto my onto my links and I don't anticipate anyone um, um, buying them those particular ones but um, for, as you told the guys before <clears throat> any of my links that you go to and use um, doesn't matter what you buy once you've gone on there um, my channel will get a little kickback that I can put back into the channel um, <coughs> only talking about a small percentage but every little helps as they say in the old uh, land of Tesco's um, <clears throat> Right, so let's keep reading. Um, Pressure from Paul. That's Lee's one. Diggity difference uh, in the stilts. Um, Lee, it's like a blue. Oh yeah, blue grip. Just used it. Was it good? Um, I was very impressed with it, mate. Uh, yeah, no. If you, uh, Lee, like I said, if you're if you're impressed with it, mate, and uh, and you're happy to, uh, yeah, as long as you include it in your price for your job, then. Uh, you know, go for it, just use that. Um, 
Scott, try sounding a PV8 on yet, and it works okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. The times I have used it, um, I've not had a problem with it. I mean, I don't like any kind of gritty, gritty stuff to, that's textured that you have to put on the wall, whether it's manufactured as a, a grit filled um, primer or whether it's because you've put the grit in yourself. Um, but if you've got a decent whisk, uh, you, you just put in a little bit at a time, mix it up until you can see that kind of texture in it. And then, uh, and then yeah, use it, yeah, literally just sand. Obviously, you don't want to put soft sand in it because that can just go a little bit clumpy. But um, you want something either either kiln dried or um, or make sure it's a fine, sharp sand and not, um, yeah, just not a soft sand, not soft sand. Uh, do, 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 do. Have you ever had PVA fall on, fall on me? Have you ever had PVA fall on me? Um, what do you mean? Do you mean if I if I put something up like PVA something and then coated it up and then and then it's fallen down? If that if that's what you're asking, uh, come back to me and I'll uh, I'll answer it. Um, it's like yeah, it's just like, just like blue grit in my opinion. <laughs> it's just a just an additive, just with blue grit in it with um, with sand in it. Which at the end of the day, um, blue grit and the other coloured grits they're just um, they're just grit. Of maybe different slightly varying types uh put into a substrate <laughs> um sealer so um yeah uh, have i ever fallen i've never i shouldn't say this should i i've never fallen off my stilts um well i won't fall off them because it's strapped to me next, but if you did come off a pair of stilts up high um yeah, you've got a long way, and and you were going to go right down to the deck. Your hands have got a long way to to go before you break your fall. So I wouldn't imagine it would do your wrists or your arms, for that matter, um, much good. Um, but uh, no, I've I've taken the odd kind of tumble and kind of ooh and like sort of fell a little bit against the wall. Um, that's the only thing with trouble you've got to, when you're using stilts. You've got to make sure your your floor is clear and. And I, I pull a tight sheet of plastic all around my floors and the customer's carpets and stuff um, which then I don't have an issue with the rubber feet of my stilts if you it's dangerous to use rubber footed stilts and I think they've all got rubber feet on dust sheets because they can the, the rubber can just catch a dust sheet and and stop your foot moving or catch the toe of your your stilt and you can go for an absolute burden um, I only use dust sheets sometimes on stairs if I'm not using rolling stroll um, or some kind of um, yeah, some kind of sticky plastic on customers uh, on customers' stairs, which you probably would have seen me use in some of my videos. Um, uh, ever do any Artex? I never put Artex up Zoltar for anybody. <laughs> if that's what you're asking. <laughs> I hate this stuff, as do obviously most of the customers that ring me and go, oh, I'm fed up with this Artex. It's been here since 1970. Can you, uh, can you, can you plaster over that? I do I have to take it down? I go, no, 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 I can, yeah, I'll be able to plaster over it one way or the other, whether it's bonding over or uh, overboarding it, if it's if it's stupid Antarctica, like icicles, sticking down an inch or so all over, uh, which was quite popular at some point in the 70s. Make it look like you lived in an igloo. Um... Right, else we got there? Uh, uh, the full level of his Artex 
do you wash existing walls before plastering to decrease them before PVA? Um, in short answer, the degree is no. Um, I will. I don't think I've. I mean, I've. I don't think I've ever washed a wall um, that I've PVA. I might brush it, um, brush it off, or scrape it, and just make sure there's no bits on it, or um, or, or a layer of dust or anything like that. But um, yeah, I never go through the bother of washing it. But I'd have to double my price. <laughs> my price is if I started washing the walls before I text them, especially on some big jobs. Um, James, uh, how many jobs roughly does your polythene last? I I'm thinking of uh, making the switch to polythene from my dust sheets and seem to hold a lot of dust. Yeah, I mean, that's another reason I don't use dust sheets is because. Um, once you start dropping plaster all over them, you can't really put them down on your next customer. They've got a really lovely new carpet or just a nice carpet and you start chucking your dusty old dust sheets over it and you probably put more plaster on them <laughs> than, uh, than you might have done anyway. Um, a roll of it, oh, quite a few. If I was talking rooms, average size rooms, my, the roll of the polystone, the, the polythene I get Hmm, five or six rooms probably. Um, might be a little bit more. It does. There's about uh, about a hundred square meters. What? There's a there's a lot of meterage on them uh, when you roll them out and then unfold them. Um, and most of the rooms I do, I just take the roll from uh, across the width. And most of the rooms, the length that it um, that it unfolds will be long enough to, to hit the room. Um, if it's a slightly longer room, then I'll take the roll down the length of the room and unfold it so it goes to the, the width of the room. Um, but yeah, no, if it didn't, if it didn't do a lot of rooms, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother buying it. I say it comes, it's anywhere between seventeen and twenty quid a roll, but it's so worth it. Um, again, I mean, I use it if, if someone's got a beautiful brand new carpet. I've, I've got no, um, no qualms at all about just using the plastic. It's a thick enough gauge. Um, and if it's well stuck down around the edges, so you've got no bits of carpet peeping through anywhere. Um, again, I've used it for absolute donkeys, and you'll see me using a lot of it on, on my videos. Um, I've only recently started using a bit of the old roll and stroll on the stairs. I used to stick dust sheets down the stairs. I'd buy a new dust sheet, stick them all down the stairs. Um, it kind of did the job, but a little bit dangerous still for customers. On another, the roll and stroll's slippery, but if it's going to stay on the stairs, I do say to customers, look, you know, if you're going to come down these stairs with this stuff on, um, don't do it in your socks. It's, uh, you know, obviously it's a little bit dangerous. Um, yeah, the video on the side there, you can see it now. That's just that's my plastic. I do, I do make sure it's everywhere. And for the time it takes to put down, it's so worth it because at the end of the job, once you pick it up, it all looks great and you're more or less done. Then so well worth it. I am to wash any kind of floor um, if it's a hard floor afterwards. If it's a really expensive hard floor, then I do buy some of the tough spot um, plastic 8 4 sheets and I tape those down instead. Nine times out of ten, the plastic does it. Um, right. um, uh, Oliver. Hello, Oliver. Where have you been, mate? <laughs> I thought like I'd seen you in ages. Uh, I'm very well, mate. I hope you are too. I hope you are too. Are you still, you still, you still teaching, hopefully, and helping the old, the newbies. Uh, yeah, Oliver. For those of you that don't know, does um, uh, works and trains trains guys to do um, 
well, to learn plastering. So um, <clears throat> if that's why you're here, uh, then Oliver's a, a guy you need to speak to. Um, and you can always kind of get in touch via me and um, yeah, I'll sort you out. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, Lee, do you do the magic mix over the afternoon? Like, do you mean the uh, we're going over our text, the the bonding and finish mixed together? Are you talking? Are you talking magic mix? Or are you talking? Um, are you talking ad mixes? We're talking. If you're talking magic mix, as in the fifty. The uh, 60 40 or 50 50 mixing bonding with finish <clears throat> for your first coat over Artex and then and then the normal skim over the top of that. Uh, I don't do that, um, a lot of guys do and, and they love it. And uh, I've no doubt it's probably good, but I'm so used to just uh, doing my PVA and <clears throat> getting a good coat of bonding up there. As soon as it's picked up enough, I'll, I'll just take a skim straight across that. And uh, I'm, I've done it for so many years that I just can't be bothered to deviate. <laughs> and try something new <laughs> in case for me it goes a little bit wrong <laughs> it's hopefully it wouldn't but uh, if you try anything new if you haven't done it before um you can never be uh, never be quite sure yeah good lad uh oliver nice one mate nice one uh, yeah, anyone else that's joined us that wasn't here earlier? I'm Eric the Plasterer, Plasterer from South London, been plastering for 36 years. Um, here to help answer any of your questions if you are a fully qualified tradesman or if you are a newbie or a DIYer or a customer just trying to find stuff out about plastering and plasterers. Um, or if you want to know about any particular tools, um, uh, anything like that, if you've got any questions about anything that's plastering related. Uh, this is where we meet every other Monday to just get together and have a good old chat, if nothing else. <laughs> but generally about plastering, plastering related stuff. Um, sometimes we have a bit of a laugh. <coughs> Dep <laughs> Depends. Uh, <coughs> normally hope to keep the, well, my missus would like the live stream to go on for about half an hour, but <laughs> it normally goes on for about an hour and a half and a couple back went on for about two hours, <laughs> which is a little bit too long probably. <laughs> Oh uh, dear, where's for my wife anyway? <laughs> um, uh, even to sorry, Scott, even to skim over. I, uh, I don't know what you're asking me now. I'm over fallen to blue. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Grant. I know something. I know what I'm uh, asking me about even to skim over, but I'm not quite sure of the whole context of your question because because I'm old. See, and uh, previous questions that have gone up, like, I've forgotten those already. <laughs> so I need a bit of help. <laughs> and, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyone that new that's joined us, if you want to ask any questions, you can type them up. Or you can you can ring in and talk to me live on oh, unless it's this is a recording in which case please don't oh seven five one six two one four nine eight three oh seven five one six two one four nine eight three let's have a slight change of scenery <clears throat> yeah here we go <laughs> oh, excuse me I have a little drink
And now, of course, I can tell my customers that I've had, because I'm old enough, that I've had both my jabs. <clears throat> and uh, but if I'm quite honest, most, <laughs> most of my customers don't care. Um, and even, I mean, at the moment now, I'm not, um, I'm, I'm really wearing a mask. I don't know, if I go to see a new job, I'll wear a mask. Um, but uh, people whose jobs I go to see generally haven't got one on. Uh, invite me in, offer me tea. <laughs> Some offer me dinner, but hey. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, generally now, well, the last I don't know how many months, it's um, uh, none of the, none of my potential customers or customers have seem to have been that much worried about it. <laughs> I mean, they should have been because it's uh, you know. But hopefully now we're coming out of it, and uh, well, I mean just. Just the fact that it's summer now and, and you can actually go to a pub and, and sit indoors. I went out with a mate for a couple of pints the other night. Um, we kind of pre-booked it just to be on the safe side. And it was uh, it was lovely. Uh, and we're still sat in the pub garden because it's a lovely evening. Which obviously wasn't Friday because Friday, in this part of town anyway, bucketed down all day. Um, <clears throat> Oliver, uh, have you ever found trouble with the heat? Um... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, well, obviously the plaster wants to go off like a rocket when it's really hot. Um, but I can, I can, I can cope with that. And as you say, you can, and you can, you can whack a bit of extra time in it, which will slow it down. But um, it's just, the, it's just the sweating, it kind of dripping off your eyebrows and having to keep wiping your face with a, with a towel or whatever. Um, I can't bear. It. I mean, if I'm really honest, I, when it comes to plastering. I'd rather, I prefer plastering indoors when the weather's colder because um, even if you're in a place that's got no heating on, uh, because it's like it's empty, whatever, um, you can work nice and hard and keep yourself warm. But when it is absolutely cooking, uh, you just can't escape the heat. I've only had customers that put fans on me and all sorts, which is lovely and it does help a little bit. But um, uh, but yeah, I'm not, well, now I've complained about the heat now, haven't I? No, I don't. I love, I, I love it. It's nearly summer. Well, it's sort of is summer now, isn't it? And uh, the sun's coming out, and it's and it's warm. And I'm, I'm warm here tonight, but uh, I don't care. <laughs> it's better than uh, it's better than being cold and raining and miserable out and uh, and getting dark at four o'clock, which I think it, it used to when I used to, when I started this after plasterer. But uh, I'm still amazed, um, um, but very happily amazed that um, that uh, people have come along and do this. <laughs> Um, well, it's still nice and sunny out. When I, I, I think, well, don't you want to be sitting in your garden or in a pub garden or <laughs> just enjoying the rest of the day? But uh, I suppose you've got another the rest of another two weeks to do that, haven't you? To the next after plaster. <clears throat> Again, hi anyone that's just joined us in the last five minutes or so. Um, nice to have you along. I'm Eric the Plasterer. This is Ask the Plasterer. I've been a plasterer from South London. Been plastering for 36 years. And I'm here to answer any of your plastering-related questions. Uh, we've got a lot of regulars that come along as well. Um, they'll be plasterers, um, newbies, um, DIYers. Um, absolutely doesn't matter. If you want to know anything about plastering, you could be a customer um, and you just want to know something, um, just ask away. You can either type your question up or you can ring on, I shall bring it up because I can never remember it otherwise, or you can ring in to me and speak so on 07516-214-983, And how many other live streams you can do that? <laughs> Not to plaster anyway. Um, 
yeah and uh, other than that if you you can ask me questions on on any of my videos really uh, in the comment sections because uh, I still my following still small enough that I can I can reply to everybody um, or you can contact me via discord ask the plaster community server which is uh, a little one up where it says community um, it is an app but you can join that um, it doesn't cost anything and uh, we can chat on there uh, you can type stuff you can video speak to other plasterers other guys from uh, from tonight and that are part of the group that, uh, that are on there um, and uh, yeah it don't get massively busy on there but it's, it's nice if you if you want an answer to a question from me or from one of the other guys um, you'll probably get it sooner rather than later if you if you pop on there and uh, and ask it uh, either myself or one of the other guys uh, happy to, uh, to, uh, to help out oh how are we doing for time Put the old glasses on. Uh, 啊，对呀，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，啊，
this is one of the ideas of um, Trowley. I mean, the guy that taught me again, this was just used to be finishing off with a with a standard uh, Marshalltown trowel. <clears throat> you would when we've got to the wetting stage and the troweling stage, we would trowel over the ceiling probably much more than we <laughs> than we do now. Um, going back and forth one way, back and forth the other, cross, and all the time taking fat off and using any of that fat where it was needed in any of those um, cat faces or whatever you call them there um, any little holes that you find if I if I find once the job's done that I've missed I've missed one I'll have some of my lightweight filler and I'll stick a little bit in that of that in the, in it but, um, but I really have to do something like that but, um, but yeah you should be able to fill them in with the fat that you're getting off off of the stuff um, do, do, do. Hang up there. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> I mean, it's great. The show's getting more popular, but the, the old uh, <laughs> the writing goes past faster. Well, faster for an old man. Yeah, let's chuck the old glasses on. Um, MP, you could do a, a new segment for the ladies, the naked plasterer. <laughs> Could do, mate, but I don't, I don't think it probably might might get more guys of a particular uh, leaning that might, might tune in. But I doubt my body would attract any ladies. <laughs> might have done when I was younger. Uh, um, hi, I'm currently doing the British Gypsum site course. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I got uh, got made redundant from my old job in January. Um, got my level one, two, three diploma. Hopefully, <clears throat> we'll be on site on Fridays for experience. Uh, yeah, John, uh, it's obviously it's the experience part that you that you need to get. When I uh, when I came out of college, I was you know I could do a really great job. Uh, although, <laughs> I mean, I could do big stuff um, very slowly. Oh, I could do an amazing two-meter square piece of wall from brick, flat as a pancake, smooth as silk. Um, but it did it used to take me all day. <laughs> and the first few jobs I had, um, there were a lot more building sites in London. You could literally just turn up and tell them you were a plasterer, and they'd take you at your word. And uh, they'll soon find out if you weren't. And I had a lot of one-day jobs where they let me go at the end of the day because uh, plastering was good, but it just wasn't the speed wasn't there. Um, and a lot of extra things that you might learn um, by the book and generally you should be taught by the book um, they don't want you to do they just want you to get a couple of coats on the wall they want it to look good when it's decorated and um, because it's like any other business it's a money business big companies uh, the bottom lines are the thing for them and uh, as long as they're happy with your finish at the end of the day and you get that and you build up your speed with experience it's good to it's good to get all the qualifications and um, especially if you want to go and work for a company or for builders um you need to get your it's not called a cis card anymore is it um i've done domestics for years now so i don't need one and don't have one anymore um and I, the only bit of work i do for builders are my uh, uh, friends of mine but um yeah no it's great mate if you can get on site and start getting some experience presumably yeah presumably on, as part of the course um, yeah, that'd be great. But um, yeah, that's what me, uh, my friend Oliver, Oliver Franklin, um, does and teaches. 
So, uh, so yeah, no, it's all good stuff. Um, Mike, hi, Mike. Uh, yep, yeah, all good this end, mate. All good this end. Uh, what's my advice starting out, John? Uh, God, I don't know. To be honest, as I say, when I started plastering, um, you could literally walk onto a building site in town. Uh, there was as many as there, there's quite a lot in town now, but um, everything went to, to kind of dry lining back in the 80s at some point. Um, prior to that, it was all wet trade stuff. You know, you'd, and walls would be, weren't even dot and dabbed, you'd be floating and setting either with browning and finish or bonding and finish or browning and bonding and finish. And the guys would whack the stuff on, uh, rule it off. I mean, because obviously I did, I did a bit of labouring first as well before, before I even thought of going into the game. And uh, yeah, they could, they could like they'd, they'd float a room out in the morning and then just skim it all in the in the afternoon, <laughs> and it would look absolutely amazing. Um, now a lot of guys, if there's if it's all block work or brickwork, they'll um, dot and dab it and stick plasterboard to it, which um, is easier, in my opinion, at the end of the day. But um, but yeah, but um, starting out, and then I I did I worked for a lot of builders initially. I uh, did whatever domestics I could in between. Obviously, mostly that was weekends. Uh, when I was younger, I could, I mean, now I don't work weekends because I'm too old, I can't be bothered. Um, and eventually, because the builders started to get, I mean, initially I used to get paid every week by builders, and then that would suddenly stretch out to, oh, cool, they wanted to pay you fortnightly, and then they wanted to pay you every three weeks, and then they wanted to pay you once a month. Um, so I started doing more domestics, and in the end I ended up just going, domestics because you did the job and uh, um, and then you got paid and then you moved on to the next job did that and then got paid whereas um, I mean if you, get, if you can get a good job for a building company but they're, but generally it still aren't companies that will take you on other than you being self-employed um, some guys would love a job on the cards where you basically you're getting work and you're getting holiday pay and everything else and, and you're getting a decent crack out of them on a day rate um, that you would get regardless of what you're knocking out as well as long as you're knocking out enough to keep your job <laughs> but um but yeah yeah things have changed quite a bit but there's still there's still loads of uh, still loads of work out there um still still enough for all the plasterers there's some new things coming out but there were new things coming out in the past to do with spray plasters and, and one coat plasters but um none of them have ever really kind of like taken over or done anyone out of a job uh, in the plastering trade and um, and a lot of people have turned their hands to a lot of other trades, but when it comes to plastering, mate, you get a plasterer in, you know, especially if it's something bigger than a hull or it's a ceiling, they, they're generally more sensible and they go, yeah, it's a ceiling, I'll get a plasterer in. So, uh, so yeah, so starting out, basically, just get skin your name out there and doing a good job so that the people recommend you. I mean, you mess up someone's carpet, you can do a fantastic job, but you've spilt some gear or whatever. It just don't bode well, and they kind of think, well, you was quite happy with your work, but you know, you messed our carpet up a bit, so they won't, um, <laughs> they won't, they won't, they won't help you get your next job, or I'll have you back for another one. They'll try someone else. But um, so it's keeping people absolutely sweet, doing a pucker job, keeping everything nice and tidy. Uh, try your hardest not to damage anything. Make sure you've got your public liability insurance. Which is only about seventy-five quid for the year, which is uh, which is nothing for, for a plasterer. Um, a lot of other trades is more expensive, and more dangerous trades like plumbing or uh, log burner fitters because they're dealing with water and gas and fire. It's a lot more expensive, but because we're just you know 
mixing stuff up and sticking it on a wall. Um, 75 quid gets you technically a million quid worth of cover. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah. Um, right, stop wafting now and have a look at the questions. Currently doing the, yep, yep, got that. Uh, yep, John. I'm starting out. Lee, uh, do I go out on a day rate or do price the whole job up? I price all the jobs up, uh, Lee, as opposed to uh, going out on any kind of day rate uh job I, I, I occasionally do a day rate on a on a job again it if it's a big domestic and um and uh one i did for for one of the guys that was a subscriber and that was learning how to plaster from um, from my plastering school videos <clears throat> um, but he, he had a, like a seven bedroom like a seven room bungalow and that he thought he was probably going to try and do on his own but when you're new to plastering you can't take on something that big it will take you forever um so eventually luckily for me he was quite close <clears throat> so i went and did the job for him um but i got him to pva everything for me because i like pva neat and, and dry in advance if i can get it <clears throat> and um and i gave him a day rate to just go in stick my beads on and start skimming and uh, and see how we get on and uh, <clears throat> yeah we got on well for what i was charging him he was happy i was happy um, but other than that i will price up my jobs <clears throat> uh, if i'm doing a whole house for someone i've got one to do over in uh, west mulsey uh near hampton court and that will be um pricing that up for individual rooms and and my on my quotes it says that as soon as a room is complete or any of my jobs are complete um payments due um and then as soon as i'm paid for that which is normally instantly uh i have it um transfer get them to transfer it into my accounts then i will start the next one uh room in the house and do that and i've given them an individual quote for that room uh, i do that and then they transfer the money for that room then i move into the next one and i've done that for years and uh, worked really well for me um and i, I get paid when, when i finish a job uh, i'm either paid for it before I leave, people have transferred the money, or sometimes people are offering you cash. And uh, or other times it'll be in there in no time at all. It might get the odd person that's um, might want to kind of um, forget it for a couple of days. <laughs> but uh, but um, yeah, you got to let some people have a little bit of leeway, <laughs> not pester them. But uh, but yeah, so I price uh, I price by the job, and, and that way you can't go wrong. As long as you put some your details on the quote, exactly what you're charging them to do. Uh, you can't have any kind of misconceptions of them saying, oh, I thought you were going to do that bit. Um, and you go, well, no, just check the quote and you see it's not on there. So, um, yeah, I hope that helps, mate. I hope that helps, Lee. Uh, do -do -do. <laughs> yeah, no problem, Eddie. Cheers, mate. John, uh, and a few domestic jobs. And your flat, yeah, done your flat up, John. Uh, get your hand in, yeah, that's no, good, mate. Uh, if you get it fixed up with a company, uh, when I do the slight experience, I enjoy working as a team rather than on my own. It is, it is nice to work with a team of guys or just with some other people. Um, when I've worked with friends of mine on a, on slightly bigger projects, again, they're like guys I've worked for, worked with, and known for years, and um, I get used to that after a, a couple of months on a job with them. And then when I first go back to more or less working on my own, I think, oh dear, this is a bit like, it's only me and the radio, or my podcast, of course. Mind you, I've already heard it. 
<laughs> and uh, but I still get used to it again. Um, but yeah, it is it's nice to work with other guys. Um, as long as you have, as long as you haven't got one that's always moaning <laughs> about something, moaning about speed skims and don't know why people use them or. <laughs> moaning about you know why have you got a trowel as big as that well i get on quite happy with a 10 inch trowel <laughs> i think all blasters should use a 10 inch trowel and uh, i did come across guys like that years ago when i was on site um <laughs> and they would kind of go and tell the boss that i wasn't doing it properly <laughs> and the boss would come back and go what's to the other guy like well what's wrong with it but well he's, you know he's trailing up with a 16 inch trowel and you know, he can't be getting it flat enough if he should, should be using a 10 inch or a 12 inch. And I'm thinking, oh. but anyway, there's, <laughs> that's the only downside in some teams of guys that you might ever work with on site or for big or small building companies. It was good working for massive building companies back in the day because I worked at Green Park Hotel, refurbing it. And it's just a massive job. And you're just stuck in a, a little void somewhere with um, just loads of other guys. and. Uh, and that was on a that was on a day rate so you were just paid by the day whatever and i think there were so many plasterers um and as long as the job as a whole was getting done everyone got paid i think so a lot of people would probably you know if you're a bit slow at first you're kind of getting carried along <laughs> um uh, as long as you weren't cheeky uh with it but um yeah but by those days um, initially they used to pay you in cash other bloke used to come on a Friday with a suitcase, never got mugged, I'll never know. <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, they all turned to checks in the end and then to transfer and then whatever. Then I started getting domestics. Um, do you ever ask for a deposit before you start work? I've never asked for a deposit, Diggity, but I have done the, um, if, if I've been doing a job that's, uh, where there's been building involved as well, um, which I don't really do so much now. Um, we would work out some kind of stage payment for something. Um, but I would generally cover the materials for a job, and 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 I make that fairly clear. But that when the job is finished, that's when my money's due. It's not due in a month's time. It's not, you know they know it's not a case of I've done the job. Oh, they and wait for me to invoice them, and then they'll pay that invoice in a month. <laughs> Because some people will do that, especially people that are used to getting paid that way and you're used to paying other people that way. You'd need to make sure you're letting them know that this is what I do. Um, I'm not that. I'm not the whole job out for you. Again, that, that's another reason I will do a room at a time because if you give a, just one big price to do a whole house and you start going through a few rooms and you and there are any issues with what you want to get paid a bit quicker than they are paying you um, as you're going through. Um, because you do, if as I do, the single um, quotes for each room in a, if I'm doing a whole house, um, and I say, yep, this is what I do. I supply the material for that room. I do, I plaster all that room. But as soon as it's finished, um, you need to pay me. Um, <laughs> don't say it like that. It just says uh, this quote is payable on completion of the job, uh, of that particular job, and they pay me, and I go on to the next room. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've, I've no need to charge a deposit. Um, if I was going to do something really big, then uh, yeah, I'd work somewhere. I'd work somewhere around it. People don't generally like to um, pay money up front for materials. Um, if it was a massive job, then you'd have to sort something out. But most jobs you can, because plaster, let's face it, is relatively cheap. 
and it's the skill it's the plasterer's skill that customers are paying for at the end of the day and, and, and a lot of you guys must have had the people will say oh he's an art plasterer isn't it you know and they don't generally say that as far as i know <laughs> about um bricklaying or painting and decorating or well carpentry is uh, yes different color fish um but yeah and it, and it is so fortunately for us plaster's not ridiculously expensive um and it's, and it's, it's your skill that you're, you're charging the money for so um yeah you should be able to front up enough most well, a room six bags of finish if you're doing the ceiling as well maybe some bonding a few angled beads pva um and if you buy a fiberglass scrim from one of my links and you buy 10 at once of the pink one that i use now um works out three three pound 32 a roll as opposed to seven or eight quid in um or anywhere else basically ah anyone else that's joined us and hasn't joined us and left again <laughs> um welcome along to uh after plasterer uh, we should be probably finishing about half past eight it's not half past eight yet is it <laughs> Ah dear, he can't see the clock now. Um, where are we? Mm -hmm. Oh no, ten past, ten past. Um, yeah. If anyone just come along, uh, I'm a plasterer. I've been plastering for 36 years. I'm plasterer from South London, and we answer whatever questions, or I answer, or any other guys here can answer. Uh, any other questions you might have about plastering whether you're a newbie a customer a DIYer or a time served tradesman um, everyone's welcome to uh, come along we do ask the plasterer every other Monday at seven o'clock so you don't have to miss it and I generally will put um, put some kind of video or note out on the channel um, the night before or over the weekend to say it's don't forget it's, it's this Monday uh, that it's happening so uh, yeah, any questions you might have, you can just type them up, and uh, or or you can or you can ring in. Uh, how's the plaster supply uh, at your end? Thank you. Uh, the plaster. Uh, I just went to B and Q to pick up some blocks, and they had about seven four pallets, properly stacked. <clears throat> yeah, plaster at the moment with this with this thing that's going on with cement and still is. Um, Plaster seems absolutely fine. Uh, I went to B&Q all this morning, funnily enough, and uh, they've got pallets of it up on the shelf, pallets, uh, some pallets on the bottom and pallets around the corner. So, um, uh, and plenty of bonding as well. So I'm happy to report that, uh, yeah, uh, and British Gypsum said they've, got, they've had no supply issues. Um, they're still churning it out as they, as, as they would normally do before that bit of hassle they had a little while back. Um, so uh, yeah, but if you want sand, uh, yeah, even some sand has been a little bit dicky, but I think that's not so bad now. But um, um, cement and timber and uh, a lot of other stuff, but cement, I suppose, it's because it's using so much different construction uh, concrete and brick laying and uh, floor laying and everything the, the amount of things that cement are used in. But um, I still don't really understand what, why this has happened. Um, I don't know if we'll ever find out. Well, hopefully it'll just come back on. I mean, I don't, fortunately for me, I don't do a lot of rendering. Um, that's not a, a big issue for me. And before the last lot disappeared, I managed to get some for this little job that I had that I've done the video about that will be out in the next couple of days um, of how to plaster a wall in direct sunlight, literally for like over two days. Um, 
without it drying so fast that you don't stand a chance. <laughs> so I took a chance on the video that and it, it came out all right, guys. So uh, uh, you'll see that in the video. I just got to shorten it a bit, that's all. Um, do I'm not answering answer that 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 uh yep so yep supplies of supplies brilliant want cement uh yeah still really dodgy out there uh, so lee yeah uh am i charging by the square meter or just a room and what the chart uh, what are you charging sorry to be annoyed <laughs> but just a bit stuck and don't want to do them myself um i don't do anything on meterage uh when you used to work on building sites or you're doing a massive job where there was hundreds if not thousands of meters that plasterers were covering um they would tell you how much is a meter and the faster you were obviously the more money you made um domestic jobs for me anyway are all done even when i've worked for builders i will give them a price for what they whatever it is they want me to do i'll give them a price for it and again let them know that as soon as it's done uh, i won't pay <laughs> um but domestic jobs um I, I i know now how long how much gear roughly i need for any particular job uh, how much it's going to cost um i know how many days something will take me i always allow um extra extra days on jobs um because there's nothing worse than if, if you do manage to line up quite a bit of work if you if you put it all in too tight and something goes wrong or you get one day behind on something on a job if you can't catch up you've got to ring all those customers and put them back a day and if they've kind of as a lot of people do booked work off or and, and are expecting you and you ring them last minute and say sorry all my jobs are a day behind so you're gonna i'm gonna have to put you back a day um that's a bit of a pain but if you allow gaps then if you finish your job early then treat yourself have a day off um but it gives you some breathing space so just be careful that you're allowing enough time to do a job and you're not cutting it too fine thinking oh i could bash that out in this many hours or oh, i can knock that out in one day um sometimes in doing that if you rush a job and because you're rushing it you accidentally whip your trowel around or your speed skim and you scrape a wall uh in a, in a different room on the on the on your way to or from the room you're working in and you damage a customer's wallpaper paint work uh, car out the front as you've gone if you go past it in a hurry um, to try and put your tools in your motor those kind of things you don't want happening uh, and it's not worth rushing about and, and have anything like that happen to you so um, yeah just make sure i as i say work out how long you think it's going to take you to do it how much you want for that day's work and make that your price and add your material onto that um my um i mean i've always taken uh, rubbish away which is what customers have always expected because it's such a pain to dump stuff now um i still do it for them but um and I, but I make a point of when i put a price in that it includes or doesn't include nine times out of ten it includes taking away their rubbish so they know they're not just paying me for the material and for the labor they're paying me to take all that junk away um, at the end of the job as long as it's plastering related and it's my junk not something they ripped off <laughs> uh, before i got there um so yeah just got to make sure you're you're happy with the amount that you've put for a job um 
it's easy to underprice something if you've not got a lot of work coming in uh, to try and get the job. Um, sometimes it's better than not getting a job at all and not having anything to do or any money coming in. But uh, yeah, just got to be careful, mate. But yeah, don't don't charge by the meter because um, on domestics you won't really make any money <laughs> because there's not, not that much meterage there. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, we go. Do charge by the square. Yeah. Right. So have I missed anything? <laughs> right. Is there anybody out there? Hi guys. If you are new to this channel or to Ask the Plasterer live stream every other Monday night at seven o'clock with me, Eric the Plasterer. Um, I'm a time served plasterer, thirty six years on the tools. Um, I'm from South London. Uh, there's not a lot I don't know about plastering. I mean, there's some, there might be some new tools that I haven't used yet. <laughs> but um, but other than that, um, ask away anything you like. If I can't answer it, uh, one of the other guys that's uh, a regular here or on our community or on Trout Talk will help you out, uh, especially if you're a newbie um, or a DIYer and you just you just need some advice on, uh, on anything that's plastering related, really. Um, this is the place to come. And, uh, and chat with me. <laughs> um, yeah, always make sure you got like, a drink with you. Uh, probably soft drinks better, but uh, a beer, nice on a nice summer's evening. Um, and uh, ask away. And you can, uh, as I said before, you can ring in to the uh, to the studio uh, on uh, well, this number: oh seven five one six two one four nine eight three oh seven. Five one six two one four nine eight three, and you can talk to me and ask me a question live um, if you're not very good at typing, <laughs> and give other people a break from my <laughs> monotonous gibberings. <laughs> oh dear, that's saying that I don't seem to mind. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah. So, any questions you've got, or if you're if you're a potential customer, and um, oh, haha. Oh, private number could be abuse, but hopefully not. Uh, hello, hello, mate. Who's calling? Uh, my name's Lee. I'm a plasterer. I've just got a question for you. Hello, Lee. Far hello, away, mate. mate. Um, oh, there's a bit of a delay on there. I think. Uh, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you best to, if you've got it on. If you're watching it on something, you're best to not listen to yes. that. Turn it down and just listen to me on the phone. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, wicked. No worries. Um, yeah, so what it is when I'm I've been plastering a long time, but yeah, more so lately when I'm giving it the sort of final trial, I'm getting sort of um, are you drag use, marks. Are you using a Marshall Town or a Flexi Trowel? Or yeah, I've got a carbon Marshall Town carbon. Yeah, steel. yeah, yeah. Um, but I've also got a Mediflex trowel, and it it seems to be worse with that. It's just sort of like. Oh, still there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, sorry, mate, it's just breaking up a little bit. Carry on. No. No, uh, no, mate, we're, <laughs> we're breaking up. Oh, you... I'll try for the other one. No worries, mate, no worries. <laughs> there you go, brave man ringing in. Nice one. He's probably feeling sorry for the rest of you guys that <laughs> just have to listen to me <laughs> talking all the time. That's pretty, that line was quite good when it started and it just kind of broke up. Broke up at the end. 
Yeah, if anyone else wants to uh, give us a ring instead of typing, uh, got the number there, 07516 <sighs> oh, I was looking forward to it. What a good old chat then. <laughs> and then the old, uh, you get your hopes up, you get someone else's voice on here other than mine, and, uh, and the old lion goes funny. I thought that only happened on the television. I suppose technically this is the television. You might even be watching this on the television because you can, can't you? Hmm. A lot of people probably just watch stuff on their phone. Which, if you can, if you can, like just flick it over to the TV. <laughs> uh, well, unless your missus or someone else is going, oh yeah, I want to watch uh, EastEnders. <laughs> All right. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me better now? That's better. Lovely. Right, yeah, so use the, use the carbon trail. I've got a carbon steel, yeah. um, I've got a stainless, and I've got a, a Mediflex trail. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is, it just seems to be happening lately, so I'm giving it the final trail with a bit of water. Yeah. Um, and it's just sort of making marks on it. You can't, like I say, you can't feel them, and when it's painted, it looks fine. It just, it's not like a tear, it's just like little, little marks of white line. I don't know. No, like a, a lot of people are pop like one call that tiger stripes kind of but yeah a little bit, a little bit like that but not not the normal ones it's more like a drag so you've um you put when you when you're getting that are you putting plenty of water on it or is it kind of like you just flicked a bit on there or just a bit really right because too much on what i what i find the only time i will get a dragon like that is if as if it's, it's it's pulling too tight for um basically you need to put more water on it is the only time I get when that when that's happened to me. I when I'm using because I often use a a big metal bladed speed skin when I do my first kind of trowel up using water to get that first bit going. And if I use that and it's not wet enough uh, because it obviously because it's picking up quite well, yeah. um, I start to get that dragging and get those kind of tiger stripe kind of lines in it. Um, which as you say don't show up at the end of the day. So at the end of, it's, it's not a big deal. But, um, but then if I've chucked more water on, and again, I use it like a big pump spray bottle to um, to coat the wall with a nice film of water and then run it along, um, and then it doesn't happen. So I can only, from my personal experience, say it, you're probably, you're not going to do it any harm by putting a bit more water on it. Probably You do probably more harm to it by, by it dragging because it's not quite wet enough. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and, yeah that, and, that makes sense. And, uh, I don't use much water. Yeah, and as long as it's, 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 it's picking up okay. I mean, over the last uh, few months, a lot of guys, I, mean, I haven't found this problem. A lot of guys have been, have you been using multi-finish? I sort of switch between the two, really. I, what, that or thistle uh, board finish? Yeah, either board finish or, or the multi, but I do, I do tend to switch it up because I notice, especially this time of year, yeah. the plaster seems to go a bit shitty. Yeah, it can, um, well, I don't know why. As I say, a few guys have been, I moaned a bit about the um, about the uh, multi multi finish not being its usual. Um, it's never that fantastic, but it's usually it doesn't kind of not kind of like it, they're used to it. It's like they think something's changed about it. Um, I haven't noticed that myself personally, and I've been using it for donkeys. Um, and uh, yeah, sometimes you're better off with uh, um, uh, plasterboard um, thistleboard finish 
Um, because you can, as you probably know, you can use that. You can use that on any yeah. surface. It hasn't got to be plasterable. You know. Um, fair, I use that more often than multi finish, even on the overskins and stuff. It's generally I find it a bit creamier, a bit better to use. Yeah, but... it's a little bit cheaper as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is a little bit. Actually. Yeah. Sometimes I think when the multi finish got a bit thin on the ground, um, some places had the, well, not for long, but they had they had um, had thistle wall finish. But some people just kind of like, oh, I know, it's not plasterable, so I need to hit a wall. I think, well, you could you can use thistle finish; it won't yeah. fall off. You know, as long as you've prepped the wall, uh, PVA'd it and whatever. It even actually says on the bag, you can use it on over skin as well. Yeah, oh, I think I've never read the instructions on the bag at last, <laughs> <laughs> or not since early days, anyway. And people say to me, oh, do you read the instructions and use the same amount of water it says on the bag? And I say, oh, does it say the amount of water on the bag that you should be able to put in? But you can, that, with that as well, you can't measure exact quantities for plaster because sometimes there's just a bit more dust in the bag or a bit less. And I've used exactly the same amount before and it's either come out too thick and I've had to add more water or it's gone too runny, which is fine if you've got another bag. But if you haven't, you kind of think, oh, right, I'm going to have to wait for yeah, this to start picking up before I can lay it on but yeah, uh, but yeah. are you are you London based or are you miles away or I'm up in the Midlands I am how do you find is he getting plenty of work up there at the minute yeah but I'm always busy to be fair pretty flat out have you been um, have you been like donkey's years or a few years or um, I've been so be seven years now uh, nice one it's not nice that one. long really you're still fairly young then presumably <laughs> Yeah, well, 36 I am. Ah, nice. Oh, yeah, I remember 36. Those were the days, mate. That's it. <laughs> nice. No, I had more energy. I didn't mind working the odd weekend when I was 36. But, uh, yeah. but now I'm kind of like, you think, ah, no, life's too short. <laughs> Monday to Friday's more than enough for me. Yeah, I'm, to be fair, I'm the same. Um, yeah, yeah. Lose time in my son if I work weekends, so I'll stop doing that. Yeah, no, fair days, fair days. This, um, yeah, no, I mean, later on, this, um, this, this goes out um, as a video as well. So um, you can, you can, you can, you can look back in at it and uh, and listen to yourself having a bit of a chat. Five minutes, cool. of, five minutes of fame, that's what I call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, this goes up, it goes up as a podcast as well. So because some people like to listen to um, everything people have been chatting about um, when they're at work. With a podcast, you can just go on Spotify or something, and download yeah, the podcast yeah. of this, and just listen to. Other guys ringing yeah. in and uh, asking their questions and what have you. But uh, you get many people calling. No, you are the since I've been doing this. This is the eleventh, the uh, eleventh show, if you want to call it a show. Um, you are the fourth person to ring. Really? <laughs> yeah, because a lot of guys are, are just using their phone to, to sort of watch and to type on. They kind of think, yeah. oh, to ring in now, I'm going to have to like basically turn the video off because it's on YouTube, isn't it? And um, yeah, yeah. and then ring him on my phone. And so I think, ah, I can't be bothered. But a few guys that are on uh, on another bit of kit, uh, 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 not on their phone, will go, oh, I'll ring them on the phone. So it's nice because it makes a break, um, well, apart from for me, <laughs> makes a break from the, the, a lot of the guys, especially the regular guys that are every couple of weeks, uh, just listening to me bang on <laughs> and answering <laughs> questions on my own. Uh, it's nice to hear someone else's voice uh, on, on a live stream or, or on a video, let's be honest, at the end of the day, because... Uh, you can only take so much of one guy talking. I mean, most guys, guys or people that watch this uh, might watch it for about 15, 10, 15 minutes, and then, uh, which well, I don't blame them, you know, who wants to sit here for an hour? <laughs> well, apart from me, but I ain't got no choice. Uh, and uh, and listen to some guy wanging on about plastering. But uh, but yeah, yeah. No, well, have you subscribed, ah, subscribed to the channel yet? Or um, I don't really 
yeah, what I do, I put it on the TV and I just put YouTube on and I just flick through that. You know, if you type it, I've typed in plastering before, so gotcha. it starts coming up with videos about plastering and that's how I found your channel. Um, like, well, you see, you might, you might never be able to see any more fantastic videos or, or this live stream again if you don't subscribe. Because <laughs> then you'll yeah, go, oh, Eric's on, it. Eric's on again if you want to. Because you ain't got a watch, have you? <laughs> but at least you get an option of going, oh, yeah, that's Matey Boy. Uh, uh, yeah, I've got another question for him. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll ring in, seeing as most yeah. lot of other people don't. And uh, because not that many people ring in, um, then, it, yeah, your chances of getting on, <laughs> it's like brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so yeah, so well done for that. Thanks for calling. No problem. And, uh, channel, nice and, uh, I'll, I'll make myself. I've got a making account, you see. So then I can. Oh right, minute, I'm, I mean, I'm I not think, logged in or anything. So. Right, I think it's fairly it's fairly easy to make an account, and um, yeah. this is just make a note that my channel's uh, plasterer.org.uk, which is my website as well. If you just type that anywhere, my website will probably come up. Um, but there's a link from my website to this channel as well. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it'd be nice to chat to you again and uh, yeah, just yeah. To join the team. I see there's a lot of other guys that come regularly. Um, I've got, um, I don't know if you'll be able to see it now, but you might be able to see it if you watch this later. Um, I've got a, a Discord site. It's a, it's a community, it's a server thing. It's a, it's a little app, but basically if you need to ask a question, um, I see that that pops up on there. A lot of the other guys that come to this are on there as well. And if I'm not there to answer a question or, or just to have a chat, where we put pictures up of stuff we've done or if we've got something awkward that we're doing and ask each other's opinions on stuff. And because oh, uh, it's not too big, um, it, again, it's easy to get a, a quick reply from someone as opposed yeah. to uh, some other things where there's like thousands of guys on there um, and, and some that take the mickey, especially out of not so much yourself, but um, any like DIYers and newbies out there that want a bit of help with trying to plaster something. And they yeah. just get abused by uh, other plasterers, <laughs> which is uh, if you just don't go on some of these like, massive sites. But uh, the smaller ones, like Trout Talk, which belongs to a friend of mine and uh, in this community that we do. But uh, but I'm off there now, mate. So I will let you go. And, no worries. Thanks for your help. Yeah, and thanks for ringing in. Nice one. No problem. All right. You take care. Okay. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. So there we have it, people. Um, how are we doing for time? Is it half past eight? <laughs> Is it half past eight yet? Uh, uh, oh, I think it's half past eight. Hang on. I think it's half past eight dead on. Yes. Uh, anyone, is anybody else? Oh, hang on, Lee. Uh, mm. Yeah, no worries, Lee. It'd be nice to see you again, mate, if you're still here and you can still hear me. Um, yeah, anyone else that's here, if you've got any questions, uh, we'll keep going a little bit longer. And if you haven't, I will look at knocking it on the head and going and having my dinner. <laughs> I understand that I'm not particularly hungry tonight, but I think the warm, the warm weather, you get less hungry, don't you? Which is good, because I've got to lose about stone. My, uh, my ultra-fit body's just uh, not what it was before a year ago. <laughs> I used to do the gym three times a week. <laughs> I haven't been for a year. And, uh, oh man, it, it, it tells and shows. Uh, when I'm working as well, I mean, normally I can like humps bags of plaster upstairs for no problem whatsoever. And I still can, but I'm, at the minute I'm really feeling it. I was talking about eight bags up loads of flights today because I'm working in the loft room. And uh, God, my, old, my old quads were burning, which, uh, which they didn't used to. But, uh, oh, yep, yeah, as soon as the gym's open proper, proper, so I, I can just go and have a swim and have a sauna and not have, as well as doing the old, having a workout. 
without having to book you know you can do that for half an hour um, but you can't swim yet or you can't go in the sauna because it's too risky when it's all back to proper normal i'm going to get back there and get myself back fit stop eating all the donuts and uh <laughs> drop the biscuits and bacon well not bacon selling is you can never 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 oh, yeah. but uh yeah um but yeah so if everyone's uh done and dusted uh, no more questions no one else is ringing in no one else wants to type a question then i will love you and leave you uh, don't forget this is on again oh, not this particular one but uh ask the plasterer in two weeks time on a monday at seven o'clock we start and uh and this will this particular one after we're finished this will go up as a video and it will also in the next couple of days go up as a podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can just uh listen to my dulcet tones and uh and when someone's rung in on there tonight you can listen to them as well and uh just answering any questions that you might be uh interested in knowing the answers to so i will who's that mp all the best yeah cheers mate uh, and you james and lee and uh mp diggity john if you're still there eddie mike um anybody else i might uh just in case you're still on there uh, Oliver, if you're still around. Uh, James. Uh, Zoltar, diggity. Yep. Yeah, um, cheers, guys. Thanks for coming along again. Thanks for the newbies that have come along tonight and uh, typed up questions and uh, and rung in and, and just been watching out of curiosity. And hopefully uh, we'll see you again in a, a short while. Now, as usual, I just have to search for and remember where my stop streaming button is uh, fade myself out and uh, speak to you guys soon either on the discord sites or either back here or, or one of my videos in the comments section uh, so i look forward to that uh, cheers guys and this is eric the fading himself out hopefully <laughs>